0: cle cigars is not one i have every day but they are the people who do aroa and i got to admit the last time we reviewed an aroa cigar fingers Malloy, i liked it quite a bit so when i saw the 25 year this 25th anniversary cigar from cle i said okay and then i saw it was a box press and then i said yes please this is eat drink smoke where we eat the fine food drink the fine bourbon and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. and this is the CLE 25th anniversary cigar. This is Honduran from the CLE factory. You can actually find them if you're looking for them. CLEcigars.com. It is Honduran in the wrapper, Honduran in the binder, Honduran in the filler. It comes in four different Vitolas. Vitola, that's size right size, look, appeal, depending on what it is you want to describe. It comes, let me make sure I've got this right here. It's got a, there's there's a a Robusto. There's a Toro. I don't know how they would describe the 6x60. And then there's a a Figurado that starts at a 60 ring gauge and brings itself down to 52. What does that all mean? What we are doing, the box press right here. And this is the 54x6. So, Six refers to the fact that it is six inches long. T. Always makes Fingers Malloy laugh. And 54 is the ring gauge, right? That's the diameter of the cigar, basically how thick it is around. T. Now when we say box press, that's exactly what it means. You can lay it flat on a table and it's not gonna roll. This comes from when they were rolling cigars in Cuba and those rollers outdoors didn't want their cigar to blow away. They flattened it out. That's what the box press is. I find a box press to be a very enjoyable smoke we have just lit this up this this anniversary it's not a birthday right it's not anything like that it's the anniversary of the 25 years that CLE has had
1: in the cigar industry we've just lit up fingers Malloy where are you at well there's no spice no peppery kind of note to me it's cedar and cream that's where I'm at and like you said we just lit this uh Lots of pleasant smoke coming off the stick, feels very good in the hand, and uh listen, uh the, the box press, I've always loved a box press, especially if you're a golfer and right? you wanna be able to have your cigar on the golf course, put it in the cart, it won't blow away, won't blow down on the on the ground, you gotta pick it up, won't land in the sand trap. It'll stay stable for you. Do you know the thing about landing in sand traps? I once or twice it's happened to me. You
0: don't you don't golf like Hideki?
1: You know, winning the Masters as he did? No, but I, I sure would love to, oh, to be able to play one round at, at Augusta. Augusta. Oh my gosh. If someone out there can make that happen for me, <laughs> fingers at eatdrinksmokeshow.com is the email address. If you, I'll,
0: I'll take that too. I just don't golf. I don't, but I'll do it. I'll do it for Augusta, for sure. <laughs> this cigar does have a, a little bit of a of, of, of a of a mocha sweet cream going on. It has an just to describe the look of it, it's got a really lovely uh, a, a deeper uh, brown, but not necessarily a dark brown that that wrapper has got. It's almost suede in the oily, uh, not necessarily a grit, but you can feel it, and it feels good. It actually leaves a touch of residue on the hand that I am just thrilled by. It's not. It's a cocoa. It's a touch of cocoa that's on there. You talk about that, that cream. I am not getting... The wood, right? I don't get that cedar feel that that you um, are, are are describing, but everybody gets it a little different. But that that cocoa chocolate thing that that's going on right there is something that that I enjoy. Now, the CLE this box press MSRP's give or take eighteen dollars a stick. That puts it on the higher end for what people are going to say is a six inch cigar. First things first, do not equate the size of the cigar to the value of the cigar. That's that's a mistake that people make, although I'm one of those people who makes that mistake. <laughs> I was
1: going to say, I can understand it.
0: A hundred percent, and that's why I'm saying it. I get it because I want time with a cigar. So this is, for me, almost the minimum that I get in length to be able to enjoy it because I understand how I smoke. 18 bucks is a little bit on the higher end for this cigar. So I am not prepared to say, "Oh yeah, definitely," or "No, no, dismiss." I'm not there yet. I got to smoke it.
1: Yeah. No, I I agree with you and I'm interested to see what would be good uh to pair this with. I mean, coffee obviously. Um boy, if we could drink a stout with this.
0: See see what you did. We we've got a weird day going. We usually don't drink till later and we usually it's a bourbon of course. We started with a Kalamazoo stout, which is really really interesting. I just need to grab the bottle. It's out of Michigan. It's brewed with brewers licorice. It comes from the guys at Bell's. Right? These are the two hearted guys um, over in Comstock, Michigan. It's an it's not a bad stout at all, right? Are
1: you are you a fan of it? Yes, I am. It's a little sweeter than uh, I typically go for in a stout, but uh, it's it's delicious and it pairs very well with a cigar.
0: Right? It's sweeter than a Guinness, let's say, but it's got the same. Deep dark consistency. It is not. It wasn't a plan, but it's actually not a bad combo. Rarely do we do beer with us with a cigar. I got to admit,
1: even the way you said beer, beer, beer <laughs> with a cigar.
0: I feel so ashamed, but it actually is working lovely. And I'm wondering if that's what's bringing out some of that cocoa uh, for me, some of that chocolate, maybe even a dark chocolate. Well, Make sure no, no matter what you're doing, write down what you ate that day. Write down what you were drinking that day. Get your notebook out. Write down all these things, the temperature out, everything, because what you ate, what you drank, time of day, weather,
1: will all affect how the cigar tastes to you. And it's very important that you take that into consideration because uh, I'm glad that we had the stout to kind of uh, be a sorbet for me, Tony, because uh, before we started recording on my way here at uh, Blend Bar Cigar, uh, I had Funyuns. So, you know, that could really affect your palate, the Funyuns, and then going, you know, knee deep into a cigar. Hold on a second. Funyuns. Before you showed up here today, you had funyuns. Yes. No one has ever had funyuns <laughs> just by themselves. So, what did you have the funyuns with? Oh, I had the funyuns uh, with. The, uh, I don't even know the the name of the Mountain Dew, but it's the it's the <laughs> it looks like the barber fluid that they put the the combs in it was the, the blue. blue kind. Yes, It was the blue kind. What flavor Mountain Dew? Blue. <laughs> sound like Homer Simpson blue is a flavor <laughs>
0: uh, I got to admit that the stout does work and uh, you know we often talk about the fact that there are no rules there aren't there are no rules to how you have to have a cigar i think that because we're doing it with a stout there's no doubt i'm going to try the cigar again in a few days there's one that's going to come home with me it's going to be tried in a few days and and i'm going to see where where that is but this is from CLE this is their 25th anniversary The box press comes, in, as I said, in a a series of Vitolas. This is uh, the 54 by 6, comes in a box of 25. Uh, I got to admit, so far, so lovely. The construction on this thing is great. It feels very, very good in the hand. I happen to like how that box press feels. It's it's not light. It doesn't have that wiffle ball bat problem. (laughs) That's when the cigar feels too light for, for the size of it. That's our terminology. Uh, and the smoke coming off of it is is just lovely. The burn is nice and even so far as we're working our way through the first third. You can make a clear definition of the leaf that's used as the wrapper all Honduran all the way through. CLE. Um, this is a well-constructed smoke. We'll see if it's worth the 18 bucks as we smoke it on down. Check it out for yourselves. Let us know what you think on Facebook.com slash Eat Drink Smoke. So it turns out there are jobs in America. There are jobs in America if people want the job. But everybody we know in the service industry is having the hardest time possible finding people to work. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy. We both separately took vacations, but we both ended up heading down south. I've got family in Georgia, uh, Fingers Malloy was like, hmm, Florida seems good this, this time of year. Check out the people who are listening over at WDBO in, in, in Orlando. Have a good time. On LinkedIn, on my LinkedIn uh, page, I, I saw a post about a guy who runs a, a restaurant group basically saying to customers, stop getting angry with us if we can't seat you fast enough. We know there are open tables, but we don't have the staff to take care of those open tables we don't have the kitchen staff that could cook for those open tables and we're not about to create a problem for ourselves by seating all these people and not being able to serve you be very patient with us we're trying to negotiate this opening world you know as more and more places open up uh, regarding uh, covid and it has been difficult now the other part of this fingers boy comes from you because you pulled out your phone and was like, hey, you have to see this. I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's going to show me a nude photo. He's, I, I don't want <laughs> to like see you. it. you haven't seen it before. Well, I didn't need to see it again. <laughs> and he's like, no, this is what they're paying over at Bucky's. Now, before we begin, fingers, Bucky's is, for lack of a better word, a gas station.
1: It's, but it's so much more. It's a magical place, Tony. <laughs> It is wonderful. Describe what Bucky's is. Bucky's is, I, I believe, they're based in Texas, and now they're spreading to other states. You said I went to Florida. They're in Florida. They're in Georgia now. I believe they're in Louisiana. Uh, and Bucky's, you're right. It, it's a gas station. I believe the ees I went to in Georgia had 100, and, I think 120 gas pumps. 120.
2: That's a gas, gas pumps.
1: Yeah, and you walk in, and it is part uh, gift shop. Heart quality farm and fleet uh, gear that you could get. Uh, you know, if you're camping, if you if you're grilling, and of course, one of the main things Bucky's does is they make barbecue. You, you there's a there's the a, gas station makes barbecue, does it? It is some of the best barbecue food you'll ever have. They've got slicing stations. They got like four or five people carving up brisket and sausage and pulled pork and turkey, and they're making sandwiches they are either grab-and-go, or you can have them custom-made. They've got baked goods. they got a bakery back there. i got a cinnamon roll the size of my head at Bucky's. If you've never seen Fingers Molloy, his head is huge. It's, that doesn't even include the mohawk. That's right. right. It's Fletch. He's 6'5 with the mohawk 6'9". <laughs> it's true. So I enjoyed uh, I got uh, brisket sandwiches and sausage sandwiches and pulled pork and I got the cinnamon roll, and I go to pump gas, and I see this sign, Tony. Outside, outside, on top. By the way, of, how big is a Bucky's? I would compare it to, you know, and I and I know, you know, we're on all over the country. I don't know if you have quality farm and fleet by you, but it's it's a it's a it's not quite as I'd say about half the size of a standard Walmart. It's big.
0: Oh dang! It's well,
1: maybe maybe a, a third. Stand, not a not a super Walmart. No, a no, standard. a standard Walmart. It's, it big. is it is. Big. Okay. And they're also known to have the cleanest gas stations. You know, they've got people cleaning everything all the time. So you're outside, you're getting gas. And there's a sign on the gas pump that says, Bucky's minimum wage. Cashier, food, service, gift, or warehouse, $15 to $17 an hour. $15 to $17 for a cashier? Yes. Maintenance or car wash, $16 to $18 an hour. The place has a car wash? Apparently. I would hope they're, they so have a car $18 wash. an hour to work at a car wash. Team leader, $17 to $20 an hour. An assistant, I, I, I don't know, I, I'm guessing this is management, $22 and up. And a management trainee, management trainee, $26 an hour and up. 40-hour weeks uh, available, it said. Healthcare, 401K, and three weeks paid time off.
0: Okay, everyone, Stop. This is the
1: last eat, drink, smoke.
0: <laughs> Fingers and I are going to go run up Bucky's. <laughs> so, 26, I have my calculator out. 26 times, it's a 40 hour week. All right. And we'll multiply that by four weeks. We'll multiply that by 12 months. That's 50000 That's $49,920. And that's, that's the start. That's a
1: trainee. Right. And you still get the 401k, 401k, three weeks paid time off, and uh, health care. For gas station. Now, granted, this is the, the, the gas station. It's fantastic. How? Well, I can understand now how maybe a food service place
0: has trouble finding people if this is what you're offering. But if, they, if they've got that sign out, what I'd love to know from the people at Bucky's, and you guys, hey, if you know Bucky's, uh, re- reach out. We'd love to talk to you. BUC EES.com. Bucky's. BUC EES.com. I want to know how it's going. I want to know if they're getting applicants. I want to know what they're looking for in an applicant. Could you find that there are people who are looking for their second career because things got downsized and said, yeah, I can do that, right? It might not be all the money they made, but it's better than nothing. Or are they looking for retirees who are, you know, in in, their, in that 60-plus range who still have a good 20 years to work and, and go forward? That's huge. Wait, is that not huge? Cuz I think that's oh, huge. Oh, I think
1: it's huge. I was surprised, you know, I was driving through Central Indiana the other day, uh, a small town called Elwood, Indiana, and I I pulled into a this may shock you, a, a McDonald's. What? They had signs in the window starting wage $12 an hour. They're hiring. Really? At McDonald's. So, I mean, people I've talked to people in manufacturing, they're struggling to get employees right now. It, this is happening not just in the service industry, but all across the economy. I have not figured out whether it's people think that it's beneath them
0: to work with their hands or online creates so many opportunities that you don't have to. I don't know which one it is. and uh, But what I can say is that it's if you take a look at these groups and these companies, How in the world do they think they can grow if the people are not there and they're already offering? Now, by the way, offering uh, 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 $50,000 a year, that's, I don't know. If you can't find people at these numbers, when exactly can you?
1: Well, I, they're raking it in. I mean, if you just go to, and they're expanding everywhere. They're going to put another one, I believe, in Calhoun, Georgia. They're they're they're, they're growing, um, and obviously, they're doing something right. I, I but the place was just absolutely crazy packed, and they start having billboards for that place sixty miles away. So when you head back down, which we
0: we agree, we're never driving back down again. Right, you drove. Yes, that's a drive, man. from 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 Indianapolis, that's a drive to Fort Myers. Yeah, that's quite Fort Myers.
1: Fort Myers. Oh, that's a very that, that is like nine days of driving. Yes, and thirteen minutes of vacation. <laughs> but I got to go to a Wawa, which is another big uh, gas station, and Bucky's. It's all worth it. Admittedly, the coffee at Wawa, which is a uh, convenience
0: store, right, gas station kind of thing, it, the coffee is incredible. Growing up in Jersey, that is where you went, and they did sandwiches and anything else. Wasn't anywhere near the size of a Bucky's. 50,000 paid time off, three weeks vacation, 401k, and we're in radio. This is Eat Drink Smoke. Eat Drink Smoke, it is your cigar, bourbon, foodie radio extravaganza. Me, I'm Tony Katz. That right there is Fingers Malloy. Make sure you never miss anything at eatdrinksmoke.show.com. EatDrinkSmokeShow.com We are smoking the CLE 25th anniversary. They're 25 years in the cigar industry. Honduran all the way through. So far, I'm I'm pleased. It's a nice, easy, good uh, smoke. I would consider this uh, definitely in that uh, heavier mild to medium kind of range. It isn't blowing me up. A little bit of chocolate. Oh, there's, a, there's a touchy. You called it a, I think you called it a a wood, maybe I'd call it a hay, right? But it, it's working. It's a nice combination.
1: Yeah, and it's well constructed, and have not struggled at all keeping it lit. I've sat it down for a couple of uh, on a couple of occasions for four or five minutes, picked it up, took right back off again. So, yeah,
0: absolutely. I have not had to touch it up in the slightest. We're still about getting into the second third on this. You break cigars up into thirds, right? First third, second third, final third. So when you're writing it down, right? You got your notebook what you ate that day what you drank that day what's going on what the weather's like every as you get into different thirds of the cigar just by eye you don't have to measure anything right we're not bob vila here <laughs> you just all right here's where the flavors are and things change and things move and certainly as i'm getting into that second third still that little bit of cocoa chocolate uh, play uh, that 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 bit of of hay
1: uh, going on
2: creaminess nice, easy
1: what did you say? The creaminess
0: to yeah, it. Yeah, I'd say so.
2: Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, it certainly did at the beginning. I would say so now, too. So we talked about it earlier. $18 a stick. Where are you at with that? I don't know. Right? There's nothing about
0: this that makes me say, oh, no. There, It's 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 really an easy, easy cigar that can mix with a lot of things. We're doing it with the Kalamazoo Stout, right? That has, a, that has an exceptional amount of sweetness to it and viscosity, right? It's a thickness to this stout. But I could easily see this with a couple of bourbons. Yes, I could, you know that, that we've reviewed. I'm not saying I would have two bourbons, right? I could see this with coffee. Um, so it plays in a lot of ways because there's no overriding spice. There is nothing on that that's that's beating you over that you that has like even calmed down. You're getting used to it. None. So it really is playing with those sweeter drinks. Uh, for for sure, because this is sweet, not overly sweet, but I think it can play well with, with a lot of
1: those things. No, I, I completely So I'm not agree sure where I'm it. at yet. I, I got to tell you, I'm at a buy at this point. I'm really yeah. enjoying it, but I don't know if this is something where I would buy a whole box of them. I think this is one of those moments where I look at this cigar and I think, okay, it's great after the round uh, at the golf course on the back deck of, the, you know, at the 19th green right. uh, or at a cigar lounge like Blend Bar Cigar here.
0: Yeah, at $18, I'm not so sure if it's on the golf course with you, right? That's a yeah. been a special occasion. But this could have the right profile for people where they're like, nope, this, this is where I'm at. Flavor-wise, they, you're not overwhelming me with anything. You're giving me a touch of sweetness. You're telling me I can share it or try it with anything. I can have it with a beer. I can have it with a bourbon. I can have it with coffee. That's an all-weather cigar. Count me in. Yeah,
1: and I think this is a stick, too, that if you are not an experienced cigar smoker, you could still have it and enjoy it.
0: Right? Absolutely. It is time, fingers Malloy, for news of the week. Terrifying news, Tony. What is this? The
1: robots are coming. I knew it. I knew it. I, for one, welcome my digital overlords, and I only hope I can be of use to them. And from a surprising source, Tony, Domino's Pizza. Nope, totally get it. Domino's Pizza. We knew they would be the end of civilization. (laughs) Domino's Pizza is testing a service that allows customers in Houston's Woodland Heights neighborhood to have their pizza delivered by autonomous vehicles created by robotics company Neuro. So this is in Houston they're doing it? Yes. All right, people who are listening on KSEV,
0: you got to tell us, have you seen the robots? Have you kicked the robot? What what do you, what do you what do you think of this? Uh ah, it's like the drone pizza delivery. I don't know how I feel, man.
1: Oh, I, I know how I feel. Oh, you do? This is the beginning of the end of civilization. The robots are going to take over. When will the Domino's pizza robots decide that humanity is not necessary? When will they take out the Pizza Huts? <laughs> Why the, the Domino's scientists were so preoccupied. With whether or not they could, they never asked themselves if they should..
0: <laughs> uh, but this is the way it is, man. The, the thing that freaks me out in this entire robot world is when they talk about automated driving, but not the cars, the trucks. Yeah. When we're talking about like self-driving semis, I freak out. because a self-driving car that gets into an accident's bad. A self-driving semi that gets into an accident is a disaster.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not crazy with the car. Can you imagine being in one of these self-driving vehicles and just sitting back and give, giving total control to one of these vehicles? Nope. It scares the heck out of me. I want to drive. That's
0: my problem. I want to drive. I started sending Fingers Malloy the other day. <laughs> so every spring, I think I may have talked about this, every spring I get an inch and, and I have no interest in leaving my wife. I have an interest in buying a car. Every spring, like clockwork. And the thing that I want is a 1966 Lincoln Continental convertible with suicide doors. Mm-hmm. Has to have air conditioning. Uh, I, I am a delicate flower. <laughs> and so I've been looking. And I actually found one. And i like, that's interesting. We're driving back from Georgia. And what do I see? A 19, they, they actually made them from like 76 to like 88 two-seater mercedes the old school mercedes the, the the like the the 560 sl or maybe it's the sel but it's the convertible yeah. and i think that's the sl right the sel is the big boat one and then there's a 450 and there's a 380 and i'm like that would be awesome that would be sensational i should get me one of these so i'm start to look and I'm sending them to Fingers. What do you think of this? What do you think of that? What do you think of this? And then what shows up on my feed, a 2003 SL500. I'm like, that's sick. And I send that to him. So now I'm back to being totally confused
1: about what I want. Um, because then I'm I like, I'm, I'm an American car guy. Yes. So I sent you a, a Ford Thunderbird. And I was like, but not, not an old
0: school one. No. Like the 2002 yeah. version, which I still think is sexy as hell. And I would totally do. There's no, I want nothing standard whatsoever in, in my vehicles. What I want is something that is fully enjoyable to drive. I don't want the car to drive me. I want to drive the car right.
1: into the ground. And I do have a suggestion for you. What about a 2017 Chevy Volt? Well, fingers. Because <laughs> I have one in the parking lot right there.
0: I, 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 I still have standards. <laughs> Oh. I still have my pride, oh. fingers. Oh. How is it working, by the way? The car you flew to Arizona for—it's
1: great. Is it? I'm very happy with it. It's uh, the the battery charge. I'm getting 48, 50 miles on one charge. So, oh, uh, 48. You're only getting 50 miles on a charge. Yeah, but it also the Volt uh, burns gas too, so it switches seamlessly over to gas. It's not one of these that uh, vehicles that's all battery powered that right. you're getting. So it's months. not a Tesla. No, no, this is this is what's great for road trips. Like I'll drive 90 miles a day. It gets 40 miles to the gallon. I'm it, over 90 miles. I'm get I'm burning one gallon of gas. You know what I just bought? You'll be proud of me. It's not a grill.
0: So you won't oh. be that proud of me. Uh, I, I have kids. Mm-hmm. And they are of an age where they need to actually contribute. I bought a lawnmower. Oh? I, like a grown man, walked into Home Depot and turned to one of the people who works there. She was lovely. She was maybe four foot 11. Huh? And I'm like, Excuse me, can you please find me this lawnmower? And we actually had to search for it. It's electric. Oh. Uh, Toro. Because I checked, double checked, rechecked, uh, American made. Uh, bought an electric lawnmower. That thing is
1: absolutely fascinating. But it's 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 not connected to a cord, right? No, no, okay. no, no, no. no. Yeah, Battery scary. bloop. Yep. Lasts, you know. I, I've got a fair piece of property,
0: right? I, I don't I don't have you know as much as some. I've got more than others. Uh, lasts, works. Uh, the, the 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 kids did it, and me. This is excellent because I ain't mowing a lawn for nobody. <laughs> the only reason to have children is to have them mow the lawn or bring you bring you a diet soda. That's it. No? Or if you need a kidney. <laughs> Three reasons. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. There is not a ketchup shortage. Everyone remain calm. Keep your pants on or not. I'm not here to judge. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy, and that is Tim Ingle, I-N-G-L-E. It's like, you know, Little House on the Prairie, but without the S. That's how he told it to me. He is the vice president of Red Gold, Red Gold Tomatoes with an E, redgoldtomatoes.com. They are the second largest producer of ketchup in the United States, all made in the USA. And this story, Tim, has taken over like wildfire because the Wall Street Journal put out a story talking about a competitor of yours who will remain nameless out of pittsburgh
2: don't know who they are we don't
0: know we don't know
2: i don't even think they make anything in Pittsburgh. i'm not
0: not even sure they might be a ghost company right and they had this conversation that because there's been so much quick serve and so many ketchup packets that there's a shortage there's going to be a run on ketchup like there was a shortage and and a run on toilet paper and you guys came out at red gold and said are you all crazy we're totally fine. So let's start from the basics. We'll get into the red gold world because because you are based here in my beloved Indianapolis, in my beloved Indiana. Is there a shortage on ketchup? And what in the world are people talking about?
2: Hey, we're just—it's great. Thank you so much, Tony. Um, you know, people that love to work and have passion—we are so blessed with our employees. That it's it's the dedicated employees that hey, way before this thing, when we started finding out there was a pandemic and how is it going to affect the industry. Our ownership got folks together right away. It was actually a Saturday in February, and we laid out a plan, and we started, you know, basically ramping so this is up. February up. This You're was February, already it. February of 2020, and we said, we don't know how this is going to affect restaurants. We don't know how it's going to affect retail grocery. We know that this is scary. This is, this is a pandemic. Is it going to be bad? Is it going to go on forever? Is it going to go on for a few months? But, you know, our, our ownership is always built for the long haul and always, you know, expect the unexpected. And it was through the preparation. Um, our employees were amazing. Those first eight weeks of the pandemic, our retail sales went up 400 um, percent. We we wow. start we were shipping more tomatoes and ketchup than we did. We didn't even think it was possible. We were going 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And uh, you know now here we are. My gosh, it's a year later. And when we found out that that there was another company out there that again is nameless that said, hey, nameless I, fingers they're, they're nameless, you know, we just want to let everybody know here, and not only Indiana, but, you know, the, the secret's out, Red Gold Ketchup is a national brand, Red Gold Ketchup's now coast to coast, with all of our store brand partners, we're the second largest ketchup manufacturer now in the world, and, and what really touches us all is that everything is sourced here domestically, uh, blow molding the bottles here in Indiana, Uh, You know, we've got wonderful growers here in the state of Indiana. You know, whatever the ingredient is, we're going to make sure we're sourced here in the Midwest. And so but but to, to
0: put that claim out there, right, that there's a shortage, you're either just trying to create a bit of a fear factor or they saw something. So what you're saying is not to get into their story, into your story. No shortage of ketchup, no shortage of bottling, no shortage of of packets. Anybody who needs ketchup, it's red gold, and they're covered.
2: We've we've got you covered. You know, we like to say we've got your back, but, I mean, we've we've pivoted. We've come out with new dunk cups. I think people have gone, whether it's a Chick-fil-A and... You know, you see different packaging and different innovation out there. I mean even even some of our competitors over the years have done some pretty cool things with flexible packaging. I mean we're in we're in colleges and universities, so everybody wants it in a different package. So we've got bottles, we've got cups, we've got packets, we've got we've got dispensers, we've got jugs. I mean it's like Bubba Gump here at Red Gold. I mean right. we we've got something for everybody.
0: <laughs> so so uh, talking to Tim Engel. Uh, vice president over at Red Gold, redgoldtomatoes.com. And so people understand, you do ketchup, and you do the partnership with Sriracha, and then you've got, you know, uh, we once made, uh, famously, Rotel dip, but we can get that whole mix we from got, you guys. We got tomato
2: love. Oh. We got uh, tomato love. Just did you, like call tomato love, love? you tomato love? It's tomato love. Do you have to love. look at me like that when I, you say it? I, hey, do you see that? You I, what, I think. It's tomato love, and that's, uh, Colt Reichert is uh, the... Uh, Owner, the owners have two uh, boys uh, in the business and they're fantastic Colt came up with tomato love to you know we just needed to b- separate on that shelf because it was kind of like the Kleenex that other that other name that you just uh, mentioned so we we just love to make things that taste good and we like to do things here in the Midwest and in all American companies started back in 42 actually supporting our troops and World War II, and uh, you know that's why we just love being partnered with Folds of Honor. That's why we love everything we do, Tony. We we want to have it taste the best, and and if it's our tomatoes or our ketchup or now I want to get into ketchup. your
0: ch- charitable things because you do some very cool stuff. And with with a, a friend of ours, a friend of the show, John Rich of the country music group Big and Rich, but Fingers, I I part of how this got started is is it okay, Fingers Malloy? to put ketchup on a hot dog fingers Malloy. is it okay to put ketchup on a hot dog fingers you can say it no oh, okay fingers I Finger, love- he's totally wrong it's okay well, just it's, let him go
1: no no it's, it's funny because i was going to ask him that because when it comes to uh you get on social media that the two hot topics that people seem to really get fired up about is pineapple on a pizza right. and ketchup on a hot dog and uh, so i blue for-
2: cheese or ranch on chicken wings
1: Oh yeah, there's that too. Yeah. But uh, for the ketchup skeptics out there, uh, when it comes to hot dogs, uh, how would you sell them? Why should people
2: put ketchup on a hot dog? Hey, you know what? We love everybody, uh, <laughs> and that's no. That, that's what that's what makes it America. And there's plenty. When do you other, run for political uh, office? Every, everything tastes better with ketchup. Now, if if you grew up in Chicago and mustard your thing, hey, you know, God bless you. But there's so many other things that you can put ketchup on. Um, you just mentioned that Hoi Fung Sriracha Ketchup. I mean, that's just amazing. I mean, it's got the sweet heat and the garlic. Um, I, I mean, it just jazzes up just about anything. But, uh, hey, we, we still have a lot of people that love ketchup. And, you know, the good thing is is that other companies putting a lot of attention out there. And I think it's giving people a reason to believe now that, you know, if you're going to insist on anything, you're going to insist on an all-American company. And you're going to, you know, be able to have Red Gold have your back, not only here in Indiana, but, but all across America. In
0: 60 seconds, that's all I'm giving you. What is the secret to good ketchup? Is it sugar or is it something else?
2: Hey, at the end of the day, I mean, it, it's not rocket science. When when you're making a ketchup, I mean, you're going to have... it's. It really comes down to the blend of, of the tomatoes and having the best-tasting tomatoes. Our mission statement that our employees came up with is to have the freshest, best-tasting tomato products in the world. So when you start out with a great-tasting uh, tomato... Um, we have various formulas that have the high fructose corn syrup. We have real sugar. We have reduced sugar, reduced sodium. So there's all those different profiles. But but we have a little extra extra secret, if you will, in terms of our ratio with vinegar and salt and spices that, uh, you know, hey, there's there's some good ketchups out there. But, you know, we think we're second to none. That's for it starts sure. Starts with the tomato fingers, Malloy, as I told you. It starts with the tomato.
1: That is and one thing that I'm really curious about. And by the way, I love ketchup. I shave with ketchup. That's how huh. much I love ketchup. Uh, but, you know, we're Hoosiers. Even though this uh, radio show syndicated, it's all over the country. Uh, when I think Indiana, the first thing I don't think of is, is tomatoes. How did red gold end up in Indiana, in Indianapolis?
2: So so it's a really interesting history when you kind of look back at the Reichert family and, and when... Uh Fran Reichert you know Grover Hutchison was her dad when they started the the business in 42 there's probably about 300 canneries uh sprinkled across the state of Indiana it seemed like every small town especially when the gas boom happened and and there was you know the the tin plants the can plants the gas boom so all these all these little towns had uh had their canneries and then uh the federal government, you know, had the wisdom at one point to uh, subsidize the California agriculture industry, and a lot of these little mom and pop uh, canneries just kind of went away. And when I joined the company 30 years ago, there was about 25, and and now there's just one, and it's it's called Red Gold, by the way. And right. uh, we're happy to be here, and we're partnered with growers in Indiana, Michigan, and Ohio. And uh, you know, it all when we Michigan say Michigan fingers, when it all, yeah, when it all starts out with a tomato. I mean, having that great. Midwestern grown tomato that doesn't get too hot, uh, you know, grows in a perfect climate on the same latitude as uh, a couple cute little towns in Italy. So because that because that's, that's what people say that's, about that's the Midwest: perfect
0: climate. Tim Engel, exactly. stay right there because I want to I want to talk about the, the charitable endeavors and and how that plays. You know, I do some of those myself with a, with a rye whiskey, but I want to get into that with you. Red gold tomatoes. That's with an e. Redgoldtomatoes.com Tim Ingle There is no ketchup shortage Fingers Malloy, You can feel free To put it on your hot dog Or shave with it Or, or you know Whatever you're doing In the privacy of your own home I'm not judging that much This is Eat Drink Smoke There are few bourbons More distinctive Than the bottle you see In the liquor store The bottle you see At your favorite bar Or cigar lounge that has that dripping red wax. Very few bourbons have been able to match the marketing of Maker's Mark. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy, hand-dipped in the wax at the distillery in Loretto, Kentucky, this is old school usda choice makers mark kentucky straight whiskey needed to go with something simple fingers mulloy we've had a lot going on we've got the cle 25th anniversary cigar we've been having uh that kalamazoo stout just needed something that was going to satisfy on every level and this makers mark always does 90 proof So not going to be abusive. A mash bill of 70% corn, 16% wheat, and 14% malted barley. And a little lighter than maybe you see some other bourbons out there in a a lighter kind of gold color as opposed to that deep amber. But there's never been a time where I've said, Maker's Mark, no thanks.
1: I'll pass. Right. No, you're right. We've been... We've been doing a lot lately. I mean, in the last couple of weeks, we've done wine. Right. Uh, we did tequila. Oh, yes, we did. And now we're going back to Maker's Mark, and I'm very excited about this. 70% corn on the mash bill. It's a little higher than what we normally do.
0: What we normally see, right? But it's certainly going to add to that sweetness that you get on the nose immediately. Now, you know we're talking about bourbon, right? So it has to be at least 51% co- uh, corn. It has to be in first use charred oak barrels right you can only dilute with water to bring down the proof you can't mess with it any other way it's got to have its time in in the barrel to be a straight bourbon uh, by the way you can take it in and out in the barrel now the barrel could be a bourbon but in order to be a straight bourbon there are time requirements and that nose is that nose is bourbon
1: yeah. right that's what it is so sweet it's I I it's just it's it's one of my favorites. A little bit of vanilla. There's that sugar kind of feel
0: going on. Maybe a touch right of there. caramel. Maybe. Yeah. And it, and it, it it does present big. The nose on Maker's Mark presents big for a 90 proof. We've had things at 135 proof that, you know, are are reminiscent of this kind of of size. But it's maybe I've gotten used to it. There's definitely an ethanol there. There's definitely that that alcohol smell there, but it not scare me off. I didn't take it into the nose and go, "Oh my gosh, what happened to my sinuses?" <laughs> nah, this is quite all right.
1: All right, are you going first? Or no, I- you're going oh, first. Here we all go.
0: Right? We, we start it neat, and then decide to bring it to a chip, or just some cool cold water, or uh, to a full on big rock. He's taking the sip. He's going to do what's known as the Kentucky chew, move it around the mouth, see see how he goes, how it feels, and fingers Malloy.
1: Oh. It's just so good, just so good, and no no real sting, maybe a touch of a sting on the tongue, no burn going down. There's nothing in the chest uh, that makes you feel uncomfortable. The vanilla that comes out on this, a uh, little bit of brown sugar, uh, just that sweetness, very pleasant warmth, it's very bu- enjoyable. It's, it's
0: buttery. Uh, it does have a little bit of, uh, for me, a cinnamon heat on the mid-tongue, Absolutely easy going down the throat. There's actually no heat. Maybe at the very, very bottom chest, there's a touch uh, uh, of heat. Maker's Mark, I could always do neat. I need nothing. I need nothing. It can really work well in that. And just like this cigar, the CLE 25th anniversary, I think Maker's Mark plays everywhere. Maker's Mark plays after the round of golf. Maker's Mark plays after dinner. Maker's Mark plays if you're getting together with 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 friends. It just works in in a lot of different ways and it's because there are flavors but nothing is trying to nothing is trying to hurt you. It's like they said, "Hey, what would just be tradition? What would be what you would expect?" A bourbon to be. I do think that they hit it time in and,
1: and 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 time out. It just works. This is the type of bourbon that you want to give someone who's never had bourbon before that has an image of what bourbon is in their head, um, and it's something that will not scare people off because it's sweet. It's not overpowering on the palate with a sting or a burn. I. This is just so good. It's a all around good bourbon for the the, the beginner. And the seasoned bourbon drinker, and you can
0: find this anywhere for thirty bucks or less, right? And it's so it should be a standard. Maker's Mark should be a standard in your liquor cabinet because it works for all weather. Now you could say, "Man, it's it's Maker's Mark. You can get that anywhere. There's nothing special about that." the The idea of a good bourbon isn't that. Oh my gosh, what a special story! It's that anytime I want something that just makes me go that's bourbon right that standard that standby that classic that classic for a reason that's maker's mark
1: yeah it doesn't have to be something that you have to enter a raffle to get (laughs) right you know and listen not knocking that but there's something to be said about being able to go to a liquor store and you know you can always rely on being able to buy a bottle of something like maker's mark it's always going to be there for you
0: and when people talk bourbon, and we're seeing a lot more uh, whiskey being sold, a lot more of the spirits being sold than the beer, more spirits being sold than the wine uh, even, you will find people who bring pretentiousness to the table. Yes. You know, oh this one was made in the hills of the of the whatever. Made made by a uh, made by uh what, what are they from the from Willy Wonka? Uh Oompa Loompas, <laughs> Made by Oompa Loompas. I t- that joke would have been better if I could have remembered Oompa <laughs> What kind of person forgets that's not the point of bourbon, now is it? Or that doesn't have to be the point of everything you do. Do not let the pretentiousness of others determine for you whether you should like or not like, enjoy or not enjoy, or be ashamed or embarrassed. Oh, it's Maker's Mark. You, what, you don't like good bourbon? The person who tells you that is an awful person who's probably your brother-in-law. <laughs> I mean, just the worst kind of person. I have never, ever been anywhere where someone said, Makers
1: Mark, I'll pass. Right. And that's what I think I enjoy most about doing this show is there's no pretentiousness here. We don't claim to be experts. We're just fans. We're fans of cigars. We're fans of bourbon. And we're going to give you uh, our opinion as fans. And you appreciate it for what it is and
0: for what it brings you. I will say this, as you're getting more and more into cigars... Maker's Mark is a great way to pair. Maker's Mark can pair with a lot of good things. It can pair with some of those spicier cigars. It can compare with some of those cigars that really bring those those kinds of earth notes uh, to them. It can do all the work. And may I also add, absolutely fantastic in a milkshake. Really? Oh, I have I have come to love the bourbon milkshake in a way that is irrational. And I shouldn't eat the ice cream. I know. I know. Thank you, doctor. But I love it. I oh. Love, oh, I shouldn't eat the ice cream, but I have the bourbon. Right? I love that. <laughs> Maker's Mark in the house. You want to make like a bourbon sauce. You're not going to feel bad about it. You want to add some bourbon to, to uh, you've got a baking recipe that, that needs a little something. You're not going to feel bad about using Maker's Mark. It's going to add the right flavor. Check it out. If you, ha- When's the last time you had it? That's why you should go get yourself a bottle. That's why we're recommending it. Yeah, it doesn't have to have some crazy story to be good. Sometimes a crazy story is fun. Sometimes good bourbon is good bourbon. Maker's Mark, check it out for yourself. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. So there is no ketchup shortage as we've been talking about, and Tim Ingle is here from Red Gold Tomatoes to explain it to us. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. Great to be with you. Tony Katz, and America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Molloy, uh, right there. Be sure to get the podcast, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, wherever fine podcasts are sold, and it's free. So that's even better. Eat, drink, smoke. and go to eatdrinksmokeshow.com and get it. And Tim, uh, this started because of this Wall Street Journal story that there was a shortage on ketchup and you've been all over it. There's absolutely no shortage on ketchup. And of course, you make everything here in Indiana. And, And not only do you have the red gold, right? And You've got the actual tomatoes. You've got the red gold ketchup. You do the partnership with Sriracha, the hot chili sauce ketchup. You do a partnership with Redneck Riviera. Now, Redneck Riviera is John Rich of the band Big and Rich. Uh, very, very nice guy. He does a lot of work with the group Folds of Honor. Uh, and so there's a lot of charitable endeavor. Now, you know, I do one with, with rye whiskey, right? We're called Recovery Rye, recoveryrye.com. We built that here in Indiana uh, to help people in the hospitality industry who are impacted because of COVID, didn't have a job, couldn't get a job. So it provides grants through a group called the Indiana Restaurant Lodging Association. So it was really my first foray into food as help, into this kind of cause marketing uh, idea. And and I love it. I'm I'm actually infatuated with it. We're working on a coffee. I've got one I'm bringing retail, one I'm bringing charitable. Uh, And there was a whole conversation about ketchup on on my uh, regular radio shows. But you do a lot of this. So talk to me about how a company like yours sees the charitable endeavors. Is it about, is it cause marketing as a way to get people attracted to what it is you're doing overall? Is it just a a need to give back? Is it a mix? Talk to me about that.
2: Well I think, you know, when you our our employees, our ownership, I mean, we've we've got a really unique culture. I mean, being a family-owned business for over 80 years now, Tony. Starting out, you know, supporting the troops in World War II, I mean, we always had that patriotic mission. Um, certainly through the years, we're always giving back to, to food banks, we're giving, you know, hunger relief, but you know, there's a lot of education that we've always felt like it's very important to support, you know, education across uh, not only K through 12, but higher education, um, not only in the communities that we have factories, but also throughout the country. And I think when we look at Folds of Honor, and when the family ownership saw what Folds of Honor does, um, it was really about supporting, you know, our, our heroes and supporting the families of those fallen military, you know, heroes as well. And and what a great way to do that and have a meaningful impact on on those uh, folks' lives. So, um, you know, but when you bring up the cause marketing, I think at the end of the day. You know, just because we'll spend that extra money, just like John Rich does with his whiskey, where you know, we're going to have our caps made in the USA, we're going to blow mold our bottles here in Indiana, we're going to source our vinegar from Michigan, for example, or, or get some of our, our beet sugar from Louisiana we might spend more but we'd rather do that than get it overseas and you know one of those big competitors they're they're still waiting on some of their materials to come over from china and you know when they talk about a shortage we know that all boats rise all communities are stronger when we when we support one another and i think really you know certainly there's cause marketing out there but i think genuinely it was because we want to help our friends, we want to help our neighbors. We we're all Americans at the end of the day, and I think that's really where a lot of this came from. Right. And, and folds of honor is just such a quality organization. And uh, uh,
0: just now, people who don't know what folds of honor is, I've actually I've emceed uh, their events uh, here in Indiana. This is about providing scholarships to the kids of fallen soldiers or or even injured soldiers. Correct, if I understand correct, it right. Yes that's what it is.
2: It is. It is. And it's, and it's been so touching. It's, it's great. There's nothing like seeing a recipient, um, you know, especially, you know, come up in, in the family, the parents, uh, um, you know, thanking, thanking for that opportunity, seeing them, you know, investing in them and being able to honor the sacrifice and educate their legacy. And, and that's what Folds of Honor is all about. Dan Rooney, if you Google Dan Rooney, um, Google Folds of Honor National and, and see what, what that organization's all about. I mean, it's just a quality organization. Red Gold's very humble to be part of this cause. And, uh, you know, this is a relationship that we see going on for quite some time. And and it was really John Rich um, at the Made in America show in November of 19 when when I saw him up there honoring some of those veterans and bringing them up on stage and talking about Folds of Honor. And, and I saw Major Ed and uh, saw how how excited he was with with you know basically one leg and how proud he was to serve our country and I thought you know what, gosh darn we have to have a red gold folds of honor catch up and and we've done that um, uh, our our consumers across the country I mean it's always great to to have that pride that Hoosier pride to know that hey you know the Indian, Indianapolis five hundred right here in Indiana and we've got the Pacers and the Colts and. Heck, we've got red-gold ketchup, but to, to see it in in Costco's in Los Angeles and right. see it out in New England where, you know, we've got that other team out there that was such a rival for years, I mean, that's what it's all about is seeing the brand grow, um, you know, spreading that Hoosier pride and at the same time, you know, contributing to a wonderful cause. The more, the more red-gold ketchup that's sold... The more we donate to the folds of honor. Let's just
0: be clear about one thing. The Patriots are never a rival to the Colts. The
1: Patriots kick the Colts' ass numerous times (laughs) and have the rings to show it. I'm a Colts guy. I'm just saying what is. (laughs) Uh, we talk a lot about grilling, barbecuing here on Eat Drink Smoke, and I've got a bottle of the 1776 barbecue sauce in my hand right now, Tim. Uh,
2: describe the folks out there, the the flavor profile of 1776 barbecue sauce. Yeah, so you know, it's, you know, when I when I mention if we're going to make it, it's going to be the the very best. And we you know we came out with a Hoi Fung Sriracha Bloody Mary about a year and a half ago. I got a Food and Beverage Industry Award for innovation and great taste. And same thing with the Sriracha ketchup and. I'll probably get in trouble if I tell you that we're going to get a, a great award here for this. Uh, uh, get in redneck. trouble. I'm fine with that. I'm going to get in trouble right now. I'm going to tell you that we're going to be a 2021 award winner for the, the best tasting and greatest innovation in this brand new all-American uh, 1776 barbecue sauce. But that that was uh, John Rich gave us a challenge. He's like, you know, sweet baby Ray's. My kid loves it. It's great tasting. But I, I don't. I I want a product that's that's has real ingredients and is really good for you. So when you you turn you go into that grocery store and you turn the ingredient deck over, I mean you're going to be fascinated when you see the 1776 barbecue and back to your taste. I mean we've had everybody from you know just the 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 country boy that loves to grill out uh, to uh, culinary chefs, and they just Absolutely love it. I think it's got uh, just the right blend of, you know, it's got a little bit of a tang, but it's got uh, a great cling. And, I mean, I, I almost have to say fingers. You just got to get your fingers in that and try it out. See what and, he did there? Uh, See what he did there. And He's and been waiting try, for
0: an hour to try, be able to try, get try that I, one in the try I, show. Try that
2: kicking honey. And I, that's why I think chicken fingers are probably better for your ketchup <laughs> right there and the
0: barbecue, by the way. Uh, Tim Engel, redgoldtomatoes.com, the Red Gold Company. Uh, look, I appreciate you stopping by. I appreciate you bringing some stuff for us to to try and check out. I know that you know uh, Fingers does the grilling. Fingers does the does the work on, on the on the smoker, and he's going to play yeah. with this. Is it true? Only got a couple seconds that we are going to be able to come up with a steak sauce.
2: Hey, we got to do something for you, Cats. Yeah. I mean, with a name like Cats, and uh, because uh, I, there's there should be a Tony Katz up. Right? I, don't know, I don't know about that. There's only one ketchup right now that we need. You know, it, oh, okay. it's all we about Oh, Okay, so gold. we
0: so we need a steak sauce. You fine? We're going your, steak sauce. We'll, we'll get, get your We'll
2: get your picture on the label. But oh, uh, that's what's going to sell it. I, I think full we, body. You, don't, don't, no, don't no, no, a tomato with your
1: hair on top. Oh, you, is that it? Yes,
2: you've got me look. excited <laughs> with that with that bourbon steak sauce, right?
0: I if you're ready, we're ready. Tim Ingle, Red Gold Tomatoes, RedGoldTomatoes dot We're gonna make a steak sauce, sir. It's gonna be great. This is Eat Drink Smoke. Eat, drink, smoke. It is your cigar, bourbon, foodie, radio extravaganza. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. The podcast, if you're not already listening to it, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music. Find it at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. It's on Spotify. It's on Google Play. It's on Stitcher. It's everywhere. Keep the downloads coming. You've been treating us good, and we appreciate it. EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Get the podcast. We're doing Maker's Mark, making it nice and easy, ninety proof, a bourbon that works for all weather, uh, paired with the CLE twenty fifth year twenty uh, fifth anniversary cigar. We have some Kalamazoo Stout. What, what don't we have? We got Red Gold ketchup
1: all <laughs> over the place. Yeah, oh, it's the best gig in radio. I was say, my gosh, uh, we got it's raining Stout bourbon ketchup. We have salsa. <laughs> They brought us so many tomato products and socks, and they did. They
0: brought us. Oh, I got to check these out. Red gold socks. These are good. These scream America, right there. These are these are pretty solid, pretty solid socks. These were made. Mm, made are there fresh. tomatoes on them? Uh, yes. The, the 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 sock part, the where you go put your toes, ah. is actually. <laughs> uh, 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 tomato it says american owned grown and made oh we got to put that on the facebook page Redgoldtomatoes.com. Uh, dot com it is time fingers malloy for news of the week
1: well tony as you know i pride myself on being the happy hour anchorman yes you are and one of the things i've been doing for the show is keeping tabs on what's been going on at uh, the european council oh good for you yes not enough people do that no not enough people do because Bless they think they think that Things uh, in the uh, on the American or the European Council don't really matter uh, to the fine folks in America, but they they're wrong, Tony. Right? They're wrong because it's another example of uh, people need to, needing to realize that they're always being videotaped. They're always being watched. <laughs> you have to behave yourself. Uh, what has been seen as a, a, a snub, Tony, uh, the president of the European Council, left his female colleague without a seat during a meeting with the Turkish president and a petition has been created urging him to resign I watched this video and
0: I is it their fault or is it the fault of the of the seating arrangement so there are two chairs at like the, 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 the top of the room if you will and then there's a couch and there are these two men and one of them is the president of the European Council Charles Michel and then uh, there is the president of Turkey uh, Erdogan right mm-hmm. and there is also the european commission president ursula von der leyen sure which which is such a great name <laughs> ursula von der leyen i mean that's that's a bond villain kind of <laughs> kind of name right there but she didn't do anything wrong and so they walk into this room and erdogan uh, who's the president of turkey and the european council president they take the two chairs, and this woman is now like, wait a second. Where am I going to sit? Where am I going to sit? And this has become Gate. of course it is. Fingers, have you seen the video? Yes, I have. You tell me. Now, they're all wearing their masks,
1: right? Is, is it right? Is it wrong? Uh, You can tell that this wasn't in America, (laughs) right? Because every male politician knows if they're in this situation, they're giving up the seat, especially Tony. We're not far removed from International Women's Day, Tony. Isn't every day International Women's Day? It is. Every day is uh, International Women's Day, but a a women's group – had called the, sneet stu- uh, the seat snub, say that five times fast, an error against democracy. Okay,
0: that it's not. But you have to watch the video very closely because here's what happens. The European Council president, Charles Michel, seeing the two chairs, he's standing next to this woman, Ursula von der Leyen, which I'm pretty sure was a name used on Seinfeld once. And he speeds up. If you watch the video, <laughs> he takes just a couple extra steps to get to the chair first. She's clearly walking to a chair, and this is a this is all a power move. Who's going to be sitting next to the president of Turkey? Of course, the president of Turkey is going to get one of the chairs. This is a ter- This is all the fault of the staff. The staff screwed these people in yeah. in, the, in terms of the visual in the worst possible way. He didn't say, hey, have a seat. No, no, no. He sat. So now they got to have a fight. Who's more important, the president of the European Council or uh, the
1: president of the European Commission? And do you think in a way, too? This is it's, so insane. It is. But don't you also feel like it's a no-win situation? If he pops up and says, oh, please, madam, have, have my seat, then... There's this whole conversation of you are being a massagerist. Oh, oh, you're giving the seat up for the... That is
0: not for you and I to decide or figure <laughs> out. I'm going to let all the people who are like engaged in this insanity to figure it out. You mean if he takes the seat, it's a snub. If he offers her the seat, it's, it's, it's somehow also inappropriate. I can't live in that world. Other people have to live in that You might as well tell me I should be on social media. By the way, follow us on Twitter at Go Eat Drink Smoke. <laughs> Because the social media will do that to you, right? Yeah. Damn if you do, damn if you don't, damn the other way. I, I this is this is the worst staff work in the world.
1: Yeah, but it does remind me of certain times when I'm returning, like from a Cubs game and you get on the train and there's one seat left and you see uh, a lady that's getting ready to go to the last empty seat and then there's a guy that's had one too many uh, old styles at Wrigley Field and they bolt. They, they take the, the, the Have gate, you witnessed that before? Yes, the gate quickens a little bit. Were you the hop, guy? Heck no, I always give up my seat because, like you said earlier, I treat every day like it's International Women's Day. Yes, you do. Yes, so, you do.
0: I can't wait to see how this plays out. But just so we're clear, That guy took an extra step to get the seat.
1: I just want to be clear (laughs) uh, uh, about that. We're analyzing it like this is a pruder film. (laughs) (laughs) Next story. Uh, Tony, we like to inform people when there are recalls. Right. Uh, Hostess Brands has announced a recall of one particular batch of snowballs uh, that they mislabeled during manufacturing. An error caused the snowballs to be distributed, and Hostess chocolate cupcake's packaging, which led to an undeclared allergen issue because of the inaccurate labeling.
0: What is in the snowball that isn't in the cupcake? Coconut. Oh, you're right. Oh, okay. That's, that's a problem. Yeah. That's a problem if you're allergic to coconut. Okay. So they're like, hey, uh, oops. and But wouldn't you notice, like, hey... That doesn't look like a cuppy cake.
1: (laughs) Right? I mean, because I I don't know uh, how much of a snowball aficionado you are, Tony. Well, it it ain't my jam. Uh, But they are bigger. They are heavier. Uh, They're also pink. And green. They're green? Sure. Wait, are they supposed to be green? uh, Or you can find them green? (laughs) Depends on how long they've been in your pantry. Uh, But, uh, you know... Snowballs, they, they do a lot of the holiday snowballs, uh, okay. uh, you know, like St. Patrick's Day snowballs, the green. Uh, I, I believe there are orange snowballs, too, That the, the orange uh, coconut. Uh, you know what?
0: How much is the public service announcement of maybe maybe just stick with the cupcakes, guys, <laughs> and avoid the snowball altogether? Look, if you like coconut, there's always Almond Joy. No? <laughs> That's not it? Okay. You know guys, I have spent a lot of time over the past weeks talking about my pillow. and now they've done it again. They've got my slippers. My slippers took two years to develop to ensure they're the highest in quality and comfort. They're for all day indoor and outside wear. My slippers are made with quality leather suede and the exclusive three-tier cushioning system. It combines layers of my pillow fill, impact gel, and comfort memory foam to absorb impact and relieve pressure. Your feet are never gonna feel the same. Whether you prefer the moccasin or slip-on style, my slippers are available in a variety of colors and sizes. Right now, forty percent off the new my slippers. Go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener square and enter promo code Tony. Or call 800-873-0758. Check out all the products they've got, the Giza Dream Sheets, the MyPillow Mattress Topper, the MyPillow Towel Sets. You can save 40% on my slippers with promo code TONY. Go to MyPillow.com. Red Lobster now has a chicken sandwich and I'm done. I'm done, guys. I'm out. I'm finished. The chicken wars are over. And lobster has won, or they've lost, or they've ruined it for everybody. I don't know. I, I don't know how to-, how to feel about this. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is Fingers Malloy. Um, no. No. <laughs> no. no. Uh, I object, and I'm not mad at you, Red Lobster. Cheddar Bay biscuits. Mwah, chef's kiss. Chicken sandwiches. That's not what you do. Bad Red
1: Lobster. Have you bought the pre-made... Cheddar Bay biscuit. I have never mix. had a
0: Cheddar Bay biscuit. I just everybody loves them, so I went along with it.
1: You've never had a Cheddar Bay biscuit. Never in my life. Okay, this has to happen, people. What, ladies and gentlemen? We have to got. We have got to at some point soon because the show is called Eat, Drink, Smoke. Can I get the chicken sandwich on the Cheddar Bay biscuit? That might change my mind. Right? Why haven't we pitched them the idea that they need to put? The chicken sandwich on the cheddar, ba- the cheddar. You mean they biscuit. had to
0: think about it?
1: The cheddar bay biscuit is fantastic. It's magic.
0: They have. They are serving it on a buttery toasted brioche bun, Ugh. which features two crispy white meat chicken tenders. I'm no, no. This is wrong. You are making a terrible mistake, Red Lobster. Stop it. Chicken tenders. Is this off the kids' menu? I. What? What do I know? I have no idea why. They're doing it. For example, they've got a new crispy cod sandwich, hand-battered and fried cod on a brioche bun with slaw and tartar sauce, tartar sauce, and it comes with uh, your side. They also have a Baja shrimp bowl, a Wagyu bacon cheeseburger. Stop. Now we're going to fight. <laughs> Red Lobster and I are going to rumble. A Wagyu bacon cheeseburger. So Wagyu... Right, We're talking about a very well-marbelized meat. There's a way of tenderizing the cows. This is Japan. There is American Wagyu, but there's a difference in the marbling, right? Whether you've got a marbling, that fat that goes throughout. Picture the difference between a New York strip and a ribeye. The ribeye is more marbleized. It's, it's more tendered, right? An American Wagyu has more, I believe, of the fat
1: cap and the marbling inside. And they, they're out there massaging. Oh, yes, they are. <laughs> it, it, it's unreal what they go through. To bring that to your plate. They are are massaging
0: those cows. Those cows are leading a life right up until the moment they're not. (laughs) (laughs) But bacon cheeseburger? No, you're having the Wagyu for the Wagyu. W-A-G-Y-U. I'm just, I am, I am angry. And (laughs) I don't know what to do. I've never been angry on the show before, have I? No, uh,
1: maybe once. I'm outraged. I am apoplectic. I thought you were reading something off of a TGI Friday's menu. Chicken no, tender I, sandwich? If,
0: if I was, it would come in potato
1: skins. <laughs> <laughs> if, if it was a Friday's menu. Have you had their cheddar bay potato skins? They're fantastic. I would eat
0: those. <laughs> Do you see the difference? This is just wrong. We're trying. This is the kind of shtick that drives me up a wall. This isn't this. This is even cute. Like, for example, they now have house-made crab cakes. You mean Red Lobster didn't have crab
1: cakes before?
0: Okay, maybe they 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 didn't.
1: Were they were they not house made? Are they frozen? And if uh, you're
0: gonna do the buttery toasted brioche bun, you do a lobster roll. That makes perfect sense. But you got to do it in the top split bun that make, and you let the you you let the, the the lobster or you know drip off the side, or maybe it's a langostino, However you want to do that, chicken sandwich.
1: Do you think this is just a Hail Mary because so many people think of Red Lobster? It's just, oh, it's just, it's seafood and nothing else. And, if oh, I don't want seafood tonight, so I won't go to Red Lobster. Do you think this is just a Hail Mary? Like, okay, we need more people to come in than just the seafood folks. I don't, if, if they were
0: trying to capitalize on something, maybe. But if they were, you wouldn't go to chicken. You would have the Cheddar Bay Burger. Right. Wouldn't you have a, uh, a the, that, that biscuit? to play off a different kind of cheese or a different type of cheddar that you put on the burger so it's cheesy and it's all signature and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to have that. And creates, how could you miss this
1: badly? I don't know. The other thing, it just feels like this was a decision in a boardroom where a bunch of people were to go, well, the chicken sandwich wars. Everybody's got a chicken sandwich. We gotta have a chicken sandwich too.
0: Uh, the, The name of the place is Red Lobster, sir.
1: Yeah, but I was just at that place at McDonald's. They they, they got three new chicken sandwiches. We need a, we need a chicken sandwich. But but
0: we're, we're we're called we're called Red Lobster. Yeah, but we'll put
1: it on a brioche bun. We'll we, class it up. We we have cheddar bay biscuits, sir. Can we put it on a cheddar bay biscuit? Uh, but we we got wine too. Uh, McDonald's doesn't have wine. Wine with the the cheddar bay. No no no. We're we're overcomplicating this. Just ch- chicken tenders. Get the chicken tender guy on the phone
0: why not a terrible, it's, it's a terrible idea it's a terrible idea Red Lobster you're absolutely wrong but if you want to bring us a couple of sandwiches to try in the show
1: <laughs> by the way Red Lobster would be a fantastic sponsor for Eat Drink Smoke after that segment we'll need a food taster right? Eat Drink Smoke brought to you by Cheddar Bay Biscuits Cheddar Bay Biscuits <laughs>
0: Nothing says bourbon quite like <laughs> Cheddar Bay biscuits. Oh. Red lobster. It's the place to eat chicken. It's the. <laughs> I'm so. I, I am actually. I mean, I have tears in my eyes. I am actually angry. Fingers. The Gwinnett Daily Post. Gwinnett. G W I N N E T T. GwinnettDailyPost.com has for you. How to get ready for grilling season. How to get your grill good to go. And the look on your face is exactly why I bring you this story. Because
1: what in the world is grilling season to a guy like you? 12 months a year.
0: 12 months a year.
1: Seven days a week, 365 days a year.
0: If you haven't checked out the latest video from Fingers Malloy, where he makes a brisket and compares it to the brisket purchased at Costco that you can boil in a bag, which actually isn't bad. I should be perfectly clear about that. That's on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash eat, drink, smoke. Be sure to go check that out. So they've got a list of things to do with your grill, starting with look for any signs of rust, especially if it's been outdoors all winter, right? If it's been in, in in a garage, check it for bugs and pests that may have,
1: uh, stopped it. You know that happened to me. Oh, for those that, you know, we talked about this maybe a couple of years ago on the podcast. Uh, are you, you in for sharing? Oh, sure. <laughs> I did it. I did
0: it. I had a grill. We left it outside. We had it covered. I didn't use it for months. This is a
1: gas grill, right?
0: A, uh, propane, right? Because I'm all about Hank Hill. <laughs> propane grill. Hadn't used it for months. And I go out. I'm like, I'm going to grill. I take the cover off and I turn on the gas and I hit the electric start. I didn't open it up. (laughs) There is a burst of flame and then four mice ran out of the grill. (laughs) That's a true story that absolutely happened to which I scream oh my god I'm that guy. (laughs) I turn it off.
1: I carefully... I Oh, of course I turn off the heat. Oh, I keep it going and let the grill burn to the ground. <laughs> I open it up. There are two complete
0: nests. <laughs> complete nests. There are no mice. No mice were harmed in my not looking first. It was crazy. And I said, well, I'm done with this grill. And we threw it out. And I haven't had a grill since. <laughs> and I can't figure out what to get next. And I think it's possible... That my grill paralysis comes from the fact that I am traumatized by what I almost did, and I'm like, I can't, I can't risk that community again. I can't, I can't hurt anymore. But maybe if I used the grill every day, I wouldn't have the problem. That that tr- true story. So helped me, that happened, and my kids were like, "What happened?" I'm like, "Nothing, nothing." <laughs> Go back inside. Who wants a pony? <laughs> Mickey and Minnie are
1: just fine.
0: (laughs) Oh, good (laughs) Good Lord. Lord. The CLE 25th anniversary. Now that I'm into the final third, I can tell you it's a good cigar. I still don't know if it's $18 good. I don't know. I think you're going to have to try it for yourself. I'm on the side of maybe. But it isn't because the cigar isn't uh, a good cigar. It is a good, good, easy smoke maker's mark. You can't go wrong. That bourbon's going to treat you well every single time. And the Kalamazoo Stout, if you can find it from, from uh, what are the people at Bell's, very, very good. Like, that could be in my refrigerator. That's a very, very good stout. More sweet, but a good stout. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke.